super cool ethereal sounds super super cool synth wave salutations my friends and thank you for tuning in to a very special edition of factions of freedom i'm your host noise era freedom faction whichever one you prefer and i have titled this episode the forbidden transmission why because i probably shouldn't say some of the things i'm going to say on the show or at least on this particular episode. But I have to. I have to. Um, I'm just getting back from my trip from Florida, five days away, and it was it was awesome. I had a lot of great conversation. All of it was political. All of it was business-related. All of it made me come home even more invigorated, not only to implement some of the things that we had discussed, uh, but at the same time, really change what we're doing here. And sometimes change is good, sometimes change is, change is bad, but it is what it is, and we have to have that chat. Uh, there's a reason why I didn't really tell you guys that I was going to Florida. I just kind of dropped it real quick and said, hey, I'm doing this. I'll tell you about it when I come back, and that's kind of what this is. Uh, so there's not going to be a whole lot of news. If you're If you're wanting a news-based episode where we're talking about geopolitics, the the vaccine, thermonuclear war, cyber attacks. It's not this one. That is not this episode. Yes, Biden's an incompetent. Yes, the the great reset's already out there. They're building the new world order. No doubt. No doubt. All these things are happening simultaneously. You got it. You paid attention. You're woke now. You get it. That's not what this episode is. What this episode is, is me kind of shooting you straight about where we are as an operation, about where I am as your host, uh, where I am also as a person, as well as a father, right? Because that happened and we don't really hear me talk a whole lot about it because I try to keep that thing separate. This is going to be like an episode where I'm shooting you straight. I'm talking to you the way I would talk to any other person in the world. I expect a high level of a, oh, I expect a high level of, 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 of competency and cognition uh, when processing this information. Give me one quick second. They say they can't hear me over here on Telegram. What about now, Caesar? Are you uh, are you guys kosher? Can you hear me? Maybe. And the reason I say that, you know, coming in saying this, uh, is because I said the same thing when I actually came back from Florida, that there were some changes that needed to be made. Uh, that. We no longer can't. We no longer have the luxury of of servicing things that no longer uh, uh, benefit us. Give me one quick second. It says that the folks over here on Telegram are having a issue hearing us, and we don't want that. Frustrating. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. Uh, so, you know, if there's anything I can tell you guys is uh, kick back. You know, maybe take notes. Maybe go about your business. This isn't going to be a thoroughly long episode. Uh, my my idea, I'm, I'm not going to take four hours to say this. My idea is to get up over here, say these things real quick to you guys, and then, uh, and then basically bounce. And, you know, 
let the chips fall where they may. We might have uh, we might do something else next week, but as far as this week, this is what we're what we're trying to do. So let me go ahead and get this situated with Telegram. Uh, hmm. What about now? It says we're going live. I see the feedback. Basically, I'm going to try to catch you guys up with what I kind of discussed with some people in Florida, uh, some of the other things that I'm doing behind the scenes, and I'm going to try to end the episode talking about my personal feelings, my personal thought processes, uh, things I'd like to get taken care of. Um, I don't know, you know. Here. We're going to try this one more time since it wants to be temperamental like that. Because we got to make sure we get this. Weird. Weird, 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 weird. It's fine. We We were literally just jamming on StreamYard beforehand. So to have this happen is and is not a surprise. You guys know me. The minute we get started, the minute we get started is the minute that we will be going. It'll be real hard for us to stop. But looks like we're good. What about now, Caesar? Seems like we're good. Yeah. Now it's working. Yeah, we just had to close that out, close out the previous transmission. Don't know what that's about. But all right, let me go ahead and just do a quick little gestalt uh, for people that are listening to it through that format. Uh, With this transmission, I'm basically going to catch you guys up with what was going on in Florida. Uh, I can't really talk to you about everything I I, I discussed because I had to sign like an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, some of the other opportunities I received, uh, some of the other research that I have been doing that, you know, coincided and went along with some of the other things that we had discussed in Florida, as well as uh, future plans and thoughts. I have for the operation and I got to just, I have to level you guys straight, man. I got to shoot you straight, you know, like a, like a shot of whiskey. I'm just trying to tell you where everything's at, where my head's at and uh, how it all goes down. So again, if you're looking for an information-based episode, you might want to either skip to the next or go to the previous one because this episode is not going to be that. Uh, We're going to play breaks. We'll still do stuff like that. But for the most part, this is a kind of let your hair down type transmission. Uh, take notes if you want to, and just kind of really, really hear me when I say the things that I'm about to say. Okay. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to be forthcoming, honest, transparent, above board, and above all else, like authentic. Right. That's 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 how we got here. That's how we're going to get where we're trying to go, uh, and it's the only way. So without rambling, without wasting too much of your time, let me go ahead and pull up some of my notes right here. And I'll be honest, guys. Like I said, it's not going to be a full four-hour-long transmission, a three-hour-long transmission. If anything, I'm going to try to keep this short and to the point. Uh, But before I go ahead and get started, if you guys want to support this operation, because that's a huge part of basically what we're going to be getting into, go to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Grab a subscription tier. 
buy us some red pills. Show your support monetarily because when we get to the second segment of the show and we talk about cryptos and NFT, passive income building, things like this and more, I'm going to talk to you about how for real people have put their money where their mouth is. They have voted with their dollars. They have voted with their lifestyle and they're not doing what I'm doing over here. And how I'm even seeing returns and even some of the things that I put my money in. And how frustrating it is to come back here, hat in hand, knowing full damn well that we are providing superb analysis and consistent relevant information for, 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 for chichi beans. So I'll save that for that. But basically, let me just give you a quick gestalt in this segment. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the business trip stuff I, I, I did out in Florida, uh, why we need to do a better job running this operation, how we could use capitalism for good and raising the consciousness, uh, why I can't run the operation myself, why I need st- staff and employees. And I, don't, and I don't mean like exclusive members. Those are completely different things. The exclusive members would basically help fund and finance the staff and employees that we would have. And how ultimately, after streamlining and automating a half of the crap that we do, we would be able to hold events, pull people together. We, we would be able to do more positive things. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to talk about in this segment. So if I come off a little frustrated and a little angry, it's because this is the forbidden transmission. I feel like I shouldn't be having to say this stuff. I really shouldn't. Season 12. Had to catch myself from 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 yelling right then. Season twelve, and I'm still having to beg for handouts. Season twelve, we have we've we've had a couple of things come into fruition. Season twelve, and I'm having to like I'm I'm having to do more work to 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 keep the lights on basically, and and to stay not necessarily relevant, but to stay like engaged. I'm having to do more than I should. Just just plain and simple. And this is nobody's fault, right? This is nobody's fault. Let me start by saying this. I got reached out to by some folks that want me to do some 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 data analytics for them in a in a, in a equity group and things that they're doing. So some deals are in place, some money's being talked. And I'm trying to figure out like before I get sucked up in their world, how do I use the money that they're trying to give me? to better my own operation so that we can use this system that we've already created and drag it with us into the success that these people are trying to take us with. Like I'm really trying to be vague because I don't want to drop too many names and I definitely don't want to, you know, step on any toes and I don't want to jinx myself either. And so for five days I was in Florida, three of those days were basically spent getting like a master level education uh, not only in e-commerce, but in business merger and acquisitions, and how by being an, an analyst and data analyst, uh, and to a degree, uh, a social media expert consultant and podcasting consultant, I can benefit from working with this equity group. They want to pull me in. And so we're going to do that. There's, there's, there's no doubt about us doing that. And that's basically what the three days was, is was not necessarily drawing up any contacts, but coming to an understanding as to what benefits and talents can be exchanged. Business, how I can help you, how you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back, that type of thing. Not, and, and 
some of it had to do with politics, no doubt, right? I think uh, while that wasn't the primary thing, it was a subtle undertone and a subtle undercurrent of what was actually being discussed. Why what you're seeing right now is a conscious cap a, a, a conscious anti-capitalistic view that destroys America. The people that I'm 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 working with, and if things go right. I can divulge some of that information in the future. The people that I'm working with are pro-human, pro-American capitalists, people that get what's going on. They're aware of George Soros. They're aware of the COVID crimes, how it's destroyed the economy. And when we've talked about vertical integration, the Great Reset, the supply chain being disrupted, the socioeconomic reformation that's taking place, these people get that. And so they're buying up these businesses. Left and right. Left and right. I'm talking spas. I'm talking hospitals. I'm talking dealerships. I'm talking manufacturing. I'm talking uh, uh, medical equipment. The, 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 the mop-up of the economy is taking place right now. And I don't know how, but give glory to God Almighty, I somehow got reached out to, to work with these people. And let me just tell you guys the numbers that they're talking are enough to make me walk away from here. And that's frustrating because this is my passion. This is what's driven me. This is what's created this mindset that everybody that they're benefited from and wants to work with. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that we are a underrated gym, right? We are very undervalued. I I, I really mean that. And I, what I'm trying to say is I'm undervalued because I'm doing everything myself. This was never about me. This is about being able to share what I've learned with everyone else and empower them we, to be a faction of freedom, to be a freedom faction, to have multiple people here to fight this fight for freedom. Realize we're coming up on a year of losing the Instagram page, 306,000 followers. Ironically enough, it looks like Hunter Biden's laptop is in the news again. It's crazy how history repeats itself unless you're getting out of that cycle. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be talking more about this in the third, third segment, but I'm really over trying to get people to wake up and get their attention and care about that type of stuff. I really am. I think at this level, at this point, all we're doing is fighting AI and battling propaganda, and that's all well and cute and fine and all, but it's ineffective. It's not productive. We can do more work being out here in the real world, being a figure. Instead, we have a system. All those other platforms, Parler, Gab, Minds, MeWe, friggin' A, man, Getter, you know, all these, all of all of them. Those are there for sure. We have a name. We have a brand. That cute little, little blue, purple-ish logo that everybody sees that's associated with Factions of Freedom. That's what people want to see. We have something they want to see. But guess what? I'm one person. I literally cannot do all of this. Mind you, my sweet baby girl turned 28 weeks just yesterday. So I don't have time to sit up over here and play social media influencers and and, and, and read all the comments on Instagram, uh, cross-posted over there on Fedbook, cross-posted on Twitter, cross-posted on Telegram, cross-posted on Parler, cross-posted on Gab, cross-posted on Getter, cross-posted on Truth Social. I'm one person, my God. I've got other things to do. That's one post. How many things did I just list right there? 
and, and, and if time is energy, how much am I wasting just getting the word out? I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just echoing things that are already said. So let me calm down. This three day, this five day workcation, three day uh, master level business class education. There's some hardcore numbers being talked about. They're very, very uh, satisfying to say the least. And we're going to do that. And so I've got to figure out how to take some of the profit and revenue that we're going to be generating and then feeding it back into what we've done. I want employees. I want staff. I want people to go go post on all those platforms for me. So if you're listening and you're hearing me get frustrated and you're like, hey, I can do that for you, Jay, message me. Good Christ. DM me. Send me an email. I'm, I will try to figure out how to work out like a payment schedule and things like this. But help. Because imagine how much time it would free up if I didn't have to check every single platform for one. I just had somebody I trusted over there that would get the word out, take some initiative, and even add some of their own flavor there. How, how, how crazy would that be, right? People are used to my mentality. They're used to, I guess, my face, my brand, the things that we do. But come work with us. It's not about me. And watch, watch how much somebody else benefits from working with us. Because it's not about the financial gain or the influential gain. It's about, hey, you're the reinforcements. You're the backup. You're just as important as the as, as the tip of the spear, right? It's what the one strategist called Mike Shelby talked about, the tooth to tail ratio. Whenever people are out there and say like the Middle East or any you know, out there on the battlefield, for every one soldier, there's about 20 different technicians. You've got somebody that maintains his weapons, uh, maintains his technology, uh, takes care of his clothes, does his food, right? Runs his HUD. Uh, does does drone support and air support tooth to tail ratio? We have a zero tooth to tail ratio. It's me and only me. I got to cover my own six, maybe for the exclusive members occasionally. We need assistance. That's why this is called the forbidden transmission. I'm shooting up the SOS saying I need your help. If you guys want to see us make it through 2022, we cannot continue in the way that we are. That's just the flat out fact. You're listening to this like, what, two weeks later? This type of stuff should not be happening 12 seasons in. I shouldn't go on like a five-day workcation and nothing gets done for the whole time period. I feel guilty for not getting information out and, oh, we see people leaving because I'm not grabbing your attention. You see how there's a loss in communication there, but you see how none of it's, none of it's like... It, 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 it's a double-edged sword. Like I have to do the work, but I can't sit here and obsess over my phone at the same time. So what, what we're experiencing right now is a productive uh, 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 constipation almost to where we have all these things we can do, but because we are stuck in this one configuration, we're not doing it. We're losing time. We're losing energy. We're losing money. We're losing resources. We're losing people. We're losing the chance. And for someone like me that wakes up every single day and sees how fast things are unraveling, it eats at my soul not being able to do the type of work that I know I was born for. You understand? That's why I'm, I'm, I'm shooting you straight, right? This is not a, oh, look at, 
uh, silly pink-haired liberals are telling you that the world is inverted from their distorted and delusional minds. No, I'm shooting you straight. I'm not saying the, the, the podcast is on life support. This is me saying it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Things are intense right now. We can, we can weather this storm and do either one or two things after it. We can either submerge by the rocky waves or we can ride this thing like Noah's Ark until we get to the final destination. Which one do you think I'm trying to do? Noah didn't stay the same man that he was whenever he was on the ark. Whenever he got off, unfortunately, he kind of fell off. Literally, like in a figurative sense, not literally. But the point I'm trying to make is we cannot continue to stay in the same form. I can't stress that enough. I sat down at the table with, with, with billionaires, bro. I sat down at the table with, with billionaires and millionaires who, who not only looked at what I had created, like they liked the system, they liked everything about it. But then when you show them like the profit and losses, the account, the fact that there's like hardly anything that goes into this, they, they, they almost laugh at you because they say, look at all this work you're giving away for free. Look at all of this. You're giving away, you're, you really are giving away like graduate level education for, for free because it's a passion. I am genuinely passionate about communicating these types of things to people. I have always, I have always been about this. But now that, again, the Great Reset is upon us, the New World Order is uncloaking, and more sweet baby girls here, right, being, being put into a leadership role, it's not about passion. It's about what are we doing, I guess, to survive? Right? Crazy. And so you guys have never really heard me talk about money or financials or anything like that on the show, because that's not what this show is. We started it off looking for uh, paranormal things, ghosts, UFOs, the spiritual nature of reality, uh, the psychoenergetic, the psychoenergetic uh, potentiality of humanity, looking at the documents of how they, they, they've robbed us of our, our, our humanity, how they're slaying this dimension. Trying to trying to trying to cap our, our 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 ascension, things like this. But those are all lofty things that I wish we had the time for. They're trying to cut the power off. So we got to get the brass tacks. They're shutting the power off. They are shutting the power off. They're cutting off oil and gas. They're saying expect higher gas, expect higher everything. The cost of everything is up. And you can expect that. So forgive me that as much as I wish I could spend time researching the deeper spiritualities that, 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 that that's going on right now, we have to get down to brass tacks and live here in reality. And this thing that I'm doing over here that really does take quite a lot of man hours to do is not profitable, is not sustainable. At this current configuration in this, uh, in this horrible economy, and again, in this great reset uh, beset world, it is not sustainable. We have to change. I hate to use their their words, right, of sustainable development, but in order for us to ride this storm, like I said beforehand, we've got to figure out how to be a recession-proof podcast. We've got to figure out how to be a resetting-proof podcast because they're going to shut the power off. They're going to shut everybody down. And when I talk more about, you know, other other solutions and things like that in the future, in the next segment, We've got to admit that, hey, 
we are in a pinch and a bind right now. And so I'm not going to belabor a whole lot of this point. I'm really not. That's not this type of episode. This episode is supposed to be whiskey, the forbidden transmission, straight to the point, telling you, listen, I'm talking millions and bill- millions and billions of dollars with people who, who, who are in the same room as Trump. I'll just leave it at that. Who see your, your, your host over here, heavy hustling and want to give him, him, give him his comeuppance. But the crazy thing is, and it's not selling out. They're not saying you got to leave this. They're saying you need to figure out what to do with this, because if you can't figure out how to do this on a small scale, how can we entrust you to do it on a bigger scale? You get me? That's why I'm pissed. It's because they see the potential. They know I'm capable, but I'm over here playing what? Slap dick? Playing, playing half a clown? Stuff is serious, man. And that's this is me having to shoot you guys straight. And as the elderly generation dies off, as some of these people flee the country and run to their bunkers, you have some people that are staying. And they're not going to want to play cute with the left or these globalists. They're going to want you to be very committed in what you are, what you're doing, and what you're building. And if you don't have your head screwed on straight, they don't want to work with you. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to work with somebody that has half measures either or that's not committed. And so I think what I'm trying to say is either I get a commitment for you guys that we're going to go do this thing, that we're going to take this thing serious, that we're going to try to take it to the next level, that you want to come work with me, that we are going to build, or I shut this sucker down and I go do my own thing because I'll be all right. I don't need to do this. This is a passion. You don't think I'm going to sit up over here and try to talk to people and do my own thing in my own neck of the woods? The idea is to build this so it can be easily replicatable around the rest of the world. So you can hear my trials and tribulations and make the improvements necessary in your own life. So that's why I'm talking to you in this way. I'm not talking to you like, hey, here's here's another article from the Epoch Times or from Zero Hedge or from the Free Thought Project or from the Gateway Pundit or from Signs of the Times or Activist Post or News Punch. This is EJ speaking to you, telling you that if we do not get the support we need, trust me, I will be all right. I will walk away. And that breaks my love, my mother loving heart because I love you and I've never even met you. But I know we are fully capable of everything I'm saying here and more. We just don't want it enough. We just don't want it enough. I'll talk more about this in the next segment, which is why we need to hurry up and get there. When we start talking about cryptos and NFTs, listen to me. There are people, because we've talked about it on the show, the El, P- El Paricio Verde, the breakaway civilization, uh, Zebellion people breaking away from civilization and creating their own economy. That shit is happening. I have seen it. I am a part of some projects where I am seeing that happen, where they are taking the stupid fiat U.S. currency we have and converting it into something more valuable and creating on top of that ecosystems and infrastructures to finance that. And do you understand how enticing that is? That's what I'm trying to tell you. So between my own research and me being reached out to, I'm looking at what we're doing, saying we really ain't doing it. This ain't it. We're not really committed. We're playing cute. We're fighting propaganda. We're chatting with bots. We're not actually being the influential weapon system that we can be. And that is absolutely frustrating to the nth degree. So I hope you guys hear the frustration that comes from me. The same way I have like a frustration to tell you to, hey, get storable goods. 
I found out what that was about. Turns out it's not that we didn't get paid for my Patriot Supply. People just hadn't really bought anything. We, we've been making wonderful sales whenever it comes to New Leaf Naturals and things like this. People want CBD out the chain. But as far as storable goods, it's not there. So that tells me that if I can't get donations to keep this operation going, people are not buying storable goods. I have to listen to the market. I have to listen to the research and what the, what the numbers are telling me. People are all right chilling and they are not willing to be proactive. So how do you think that makes me feel? I got to get up here and act like that's not happening. That the supply chain's not being disrupted. Like our dollar's not being devalued. Like I'm struggling to, you know, get up over here and say, guys, like I need your support. Like that's a bad thing. But everybody just wants to keep it going like everything's kosher, like everything's okay. And so maybe I have to, I don't know, shut the podcast down for a week, shut it down for a month, shut it down or, 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 or. I don't know. But this is me saying after having a five day workcation and a three day master level business course, sitting down like with billionaires and millionaires going over, going over the books, going over the project, some shit's got to change. And I, and, and, and I wish I didn't have to be so crass and so vulgar and swear, but this is, this is me being transparent with you guys, right? You can go back and listen to old episodes where you've heard me talk about my dad's cancer where you've heard me talk about my breast, my brother, my, uh, my grandmother's breast cancer, and now even the birth of my daughter, even even being born in uh, all this stuff, I can only do this by being transparent and honest with you guys. And so that was this weekend. When I was this weekend to this weekend, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to switch gears and talk to you about some of the stuff that I'm doing in the NFT and crypto space. And how at the same time that coincided with some of the work that these people want me to do with data analytics, why it's important that you do your own research, even when it comes to NFTs and things like this. And so I think what I'm trying to say is, guys, I provide an excellent service. I should not have to sit up over here and say, hey, support us. Go to coffee.com, blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. That's a disrespect to me. That's a disrespect to my intelligence. And at the same time, it's an affront to the work that we're putting out. That shows that you really don't value me, that you really don't respect what's going on here. And that's that that speaks volumes in and of itself. Exclusive members, I'm not talking to you. Like I'm I'm not talking to you guys. Caesar, Pam, uh, Amy, you know, uh, Caesar, Simi, Miguel, Dube, you know, everybody, Lucas, I'm not talking to y'all. You're you're good. You can sit in the back and clap and nod your head. And you could say, oh, I was waiting for this. This is, I'm not talking to you. The people that have supported us, you're getting free NFTs. You're getting set up. I'm going to drag you with me. I'm going to, I'm going to be ended up giving you money and setting you up. Everybody else though, that's not the case. And I don't like that because I like being transparent. I like being able to give every single person the same opportunity I have. But if that's not the same, if it's not reciprocated, trust me, we will be all right. We will be all right. And I'm not saying these things to be rude. I'm not trying to yell at you guys. I'm not trying to uh, 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 be condescending. I don't even know what term to use with this. This is me just saying, listen, if you were to sit down with me and say, Jay, how's the podcast going? I'd tell it to you just like this. I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm sitting with these type of people doing this type of work. They want me to do this, you know, but I have to do this. 
well, why don't you do more of that? Well, I'm going to do more of that, but this is more important to me. I've given several plus years of my life over this, speak, speak, uh, done, done, done investigative reports, spoken at events, uh, been at protests. I, I, this, is, this is it. And if we can't make this work, that shows that we are truly destined for dysfunctionality, that this wasn't supposed to work, that we will never be able to speak truth to power, that we can't actually get our crap together to fight these globalists, these New World Order Satanists. That they will, that they will, by keeping us embattled by propaganda, distractions, and all this other fluff talk, like influencers speak and every and everything else, that they will win. That they will keep us actively distracted to where we really can't even get our stuff together. And that is absolutely maddening, because I refuse to let them win. I refuse to let them cap the human soul. I refuse to let these people beat me. And that's what I'm saying. It's no longer against any of this other stuff, the algorithms. It's propaganda. It's fake news. We need to figure out what we're going to do with this. Or we just need to walk away. It's that simple. And it hurts my it, it breaks my heart to say that. But this is a time where we need to be more straightforward and honest than ever. As they try to get people to sink deeper and deeper into delusional type of thinking, Truth has got to be their remedy. Honesty, integrity, and authenticity has to be our guiding compass because we cannot allow these people to manipulate us with lies and deception. So here's what's going to happen. I'm preaching and I'm rambling. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking about NFTs. I might even show you some of the ones that I have, show you why I have them. Hell, man, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you right now before we go into break. I started a whole separate Twitter and I have a whole separate blog and Instagram where I just doubt where I just post and document what's going on with my NFT research and investments. And it's getting a nice little following right now. And I think that's even that is cool because that plays into what we'll be talking about in the next segment, this pro-human renaissance based future. Where we, where we transcend this stupid left right paradigm where we understand the real game is the systems against us. How do we, how do we create a new system? How do we get away from this and stop letting it do what it's supposed to do? Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. Freedom Faction, out. Yo, why, <laughs> why do we care what pharmaceutical companies think? It's like, you know, they, they got the COVID pill coming out right now, right? Because the vaccine did so well. Uh, why do we care about what pharmaceutical companies think? Like, do people not realize that the studies that, that, that prove the efficacy of some of these drugs and vaccines are actually paid for by the gosh darn same pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies trying to get them onto the market? Why do we care what these people think? That's like a crack dealer saying, yeah, my crack is good. That's like a fentanyl dealer saying, yo, this, is, this, this stuff is good. You're buying a drug. Why do you... I digress. I'm frustrated because it's it's... It some at, at a certain level, it is nonsensical. It truly is. And I think that's a lot of what this stuff is designed to do. Day in, day out, for us to pay attention to this absolute maddening lunacy. It's designed to have us lose our minds. That's why you guys hear me say, don't let this stuff insult your intelligence, right? Don't let these people lie to you like that. Don't play these stupid games, right? Don't, don't let them try to invert reality. Don't let them baphomet you. We're going to start using baphomet as like a verb because it's an action, right? Don't let them baphomet you. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them pervert and degenerate and uh, 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 satanize everything. Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. Practice common sense. Practice, practice decency. Practice, practice authenticity. You know, I was, I was out because I was in Florida the other day. I was sitting down because we had a mixer after one of the one of the classes. We, we we could sit down like with the with the with the team basically, and we did. And I got a little Infowars sticker on the back of my my phone. And uh, this cat from Seattle, 
you know, maybe I'll talk more about this guy later on in life, but he was just such a, such a, such an example, such a example of what is wrong with America right now. Um, and there's actually a point to this, if anything, it'll kind of play into what I talked about in the previous segment, but we're sitting down at the mixer. I'm asking questions, trying to figure out things. And, uh, he looks at the Infowars sticker and says, ha, 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 Alex Jones, huh? And gay frogs. And I was like, yeah, man, it's called atrazine in the water. You know, gender bending chemicals, bisphenol A, things like this. He's like, well, I'll give it to you. Alex Jones is a very entertaining entertainer. And I looked at him and I was like, wow, that's crazy. So you don't think that there's anything wrong with our environment from 5G radiation or you know, chemical pollutants in the water. He like chuckled. He's like, no, I don't think so. And then he brought up Klaus Schwab. I was like, oh, wow. So you're familiar with Klaus Schwab. He's like, he talked about Klaus Schwab's fourth industrial revolution because this guy was trying to pump the host for uh, economic projections for the next decade. And I had told him sustainable energy and various other things as well. But he brought up Klaus Schwab, the great reset or Klaus Schwab's the fourth industrial revolution. And I'd asked him, oh, so you're familiar with Klaus Schwab. Have you read his book, The COVID-19, The Great Reset, where he talks about the Internet of Bodies? You see, this is why I recommended sustainable energy and things like this of this nature, because what's happening right now is a deindustrialization of the modern society. And so I had to realize, hey, you're, 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 you're kind of here for business. Get off your soapbox. You know, and then the cat starts talking about the teachings of the left. And I got right back up on there. And I said, so you don't think that the... the perversion and indoctrination is, is, ta is taking place in the in, in academic institu uh, institutions right now. You don't think the children are being brainwashed. And as a typical slack-jawed liberal does, he started joking. And I had to get off of my soapbox again, because by this time frame, I kind of caught myself speaking the way I am now. Other people at the table were, were vibing, uh, but it was not the place and time. And Long story short, the cat comes around and saying, oh, well, I have a membership subscription service where for 50 bucks a month, I get uh, natural organic, natural spring water delivered to my house. And so I caught myself as I proceeded to get angry and said, so you knew full well that there were issues with the water supply, yet you decided to come up over here and talk to me about my Infowars sticker and try to use me as leverage to make yourself look good. It obviously backfired. Because for the next couple of days, uh, it was nothing but gravy train. The way that I was able to articulate and defend common sense and reason amongst a table of millionaires and billionaires amongst this, this Seattleite slack jaw jabroni, it elevated me. It got people to say, hey, maybe we should come talk to this guy. So <laughs> even, even, even as the devil does what it does, no, war, no weapon against me shall prosper. You understand? So that was that was just one of the many interactions that went on there. And then we talked about other things as well. But what I'm trying to say, guys, is is it's ha it, it's 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 the same thing, man. We that's why we have to do this. The mindset that is being formed here is what the world needs, because if not, you get more of that slack jaw, cheeky beta male type behavior that's not upfront, that's not honest, that's not direct that's indirect, that's manipulative, that's subversive and cowardly. And that's not what the world needs. It needs strength. It needs courage. It needs love. It needs understanding. It needs compassion. That guy wasn't operating from that. The guy was trying to use me as an example. 
and it really did backfire. Like I gotta, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Lots of, uh, lots of, lots of accommodations for the rest of the event were made. And that guy really didn't see how he became the butt of many jokes. I mean, he was a realtor out in Seattle. It was a whole thing. You know, he really was a piece of garbage. And that's why I call him crap stain. Um, I'll just put a bookend on this and then get into the stuff we were talking about. It's like the first, and I didn't even talk to you guys about this. The first day I got there, uh, I couldn't figure out why I didn't like this guy. And then the second day I figured out, oh, he's a realtor and he's from Seattle and he really is like a slack jaw. Plus he's trying to seem like a brown noser. You know, he's all, all, all the wrong things I, I don't like in people, a corporate shill type. And then by the third day, because again, I started communicating with everybody else that was there. He didn't realize that he got boxed out uh, and that he was the butt of many people's jokes and that, uh, you know, I felt sorry for him by the end of the, 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 the workation. I'll say that. Uh, another thing I'll say this and I'll get into the, 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 the segment with you guys. Uh, another spiritual instinctual type of thing that took place uh, is at the airport, right? At the airport on my way to Florida, I noticed a man that had a satanic temple mask. Like he had the satanic cross on both sides of his mask. And uh, it was weird. It was like he he grab he kept gravitating towards me. He would sit beside the other side of the room and he would look directly at me. And then whenever we began to board the plane, you know, he stood like right beside me. It was really weird. And I wanted to like walk up to him and, and, and start a conversation like, so the satanic temple, huh? Well, God bless you. But again, not the place and time. But this is me just saying, God puts you where he needs you. All you have to do is show up. That's why I keep saying, even though I'm, I'm saying these things, we're going to be all right. We're not on Instagram, right? You're not listening to this on YouTube, right? We're going to be all right. God shows up. God, God's going to use you. We just have to show up and do the work. <sighs> so if you guys want to support this work, go to coffee.com forward slash noise era. That's the best way to do it. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. Get a subscription tier. Buy us a uh, buy us some red pills, and whenever you do buy us some red pills, you actually get entered into our like mailing list type thing for coffee, where we're able to enter, uh, send out information to you. And really, guys, you guys are going to hear me just start saying things in the future, and you know you're either going to be with it or you're not. Like I am really not down to continue to defend our point, and really down to try to convince people. Uh, things are so overt and so crazy. That if you need me to speak common sense and reason to you, well, you might be that far gone or you might need to go back and listen to some other things because we are just not that we're not at that stage right now. But uh, moving on, let me go ahead and start getting into some of the things that I'd said I would. Let me talk to you about cryptos, NFTs. Now, this is this is a this is and is not a delicate subject. For me. Learning about NFTs was like learning a different language. And I would highly recommend you guys to do it. Gary V, you guys know all Gary, who Gary V is. Gary Vinerchuk of Gary V Media. He's a super hype dude, super cool. Super cool. Uh, but he says, do about roughly 50 hours of research into NFTs and you will quit your job. And then he has like other numbers there as well, but he's very right. One of my NFT collection alone makes me about roughly 360, sometimes $400 
about just for holding some digital assets. Whenever I had bought some of these digital assets, they were about like 200 bucks total, maybe. I'm learning about passive income, return on your investments, escrow, equity, things like this. I'm learning a whole new language because that's what all of this is. It's a whole new language. And so in the first segment of the show, when I was talking about the breakaway civilization, people creating their own language, the, uh, 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 the, 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 the great reset, all of this and more. And to a degree, I guess we're talking about the fourth industrial revolution as well. All these things are interconnected. They really are. And I'm a part of some groups, right? I'm a part of some groups where they where they really are having like, like the I'll put it to you this way, like the Board Ape Yacht Club. That's an NFT that people are pretty familiar with, an NFT club that they're pretty familiar with. They just dropped their uh, their their ape coin, and I think the coin itself is worth like ten dollars plus or something like that. And so, sim- for simply holding like a board ape, you were airdropped uh, coins that potentially had thousands of dollars worth of value, right? And so. That's one thing that the Board Ape Yacht Club is doing. Another thing they do is they have their annual uh, Board Ape Yacht Club party. Where every year they get together and they, you guessed it, have a kick butt rager on a yacht. Pro- probably the proceeds of, of all the things that they've done or just something that they've held on to from royalty transactions. You name it, you name it. But that's what they do. I'm a part of another group where there's planning something like that in Portugal. And what's so interesting is one group that I'm a part of with the NFT space, they're, they're planning like a, uh, an annual retreat type thing, a three-day party fest type thing in Portugal, while the people that I was with in Florida earlier this w- uh, last week were saying that the next event that they want to have will be in Puerto Rico, and it'll be in September. And so we're trying to hustle up and get that taken care of. But the point I'm trying to make is things are moving at breakneck speed, and while I see uh, again, not necessarily hyper-capitalists, but millionaires and billionaires working over here, uh, like I said, doing the vertical integration of society, buying up businesses left and right. I, at the same time, see a whole new generation uh, creating an ecosystem and a whole new economy that is void of all this stuff, that is not based on uh, things in the economy. And it's really crazy, right? Like, it's crazy waking up, seeing how much money my NFTs have made me passively and then at the same time seeing their market value grow it's like at the time of recording and i put this on the on the on the on my uh my crypto profile at the time of recording right now the price of solana is about 101 dollars per soul so one soul equals 101 dollars this little asset that you're looking at right here is 3.8 soul so I'm not the best at math. We all know that. Let's see if we can try to just pull up a calculator real quick and do some quick maths, right? 308 or three, uh, uh, 101 times 3.8. So one of these little guys costs about $383.80 right now. The market fluctuates depending on what Elon Musk says, LOL, JK, or what's going on in the world. $383 for one of these little guys. I've got a couple of them. And these are the, I don't want to say these are the cheap ones, but 
if you have two, you get a free pup. The pups are worth about four, four point four soul, which would you know total out about maybe four four forty. You get what I'm saying. And there's other things around that as well. And each of them again accrue their own passive income that I wake up and look at every single day. Sometimes I buy other NFTs with the passive income that I've generated, securing my debts and other digital assets. You get where this is going. And so at a certain level, some of my NFTs are paying off more so than this operation is. It really is. And because now people are wanting recommendations locally from around me, I'm starting to charge a fee. Because I'm doing all the research, all the analytics. I'm looking at the different projects. I'm trying to figure out which one's, a, which one's not a scam, which one has actual return, which one is profitable, which one has a long-term vision right? that you can get on board with. I'm charging fees for these services because I know how some people are. If I sit here and give you excellent analysis and deliver the answer to you, you sons of girls will take it and run. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to keep doing that <laughs> is what I'm saying. That's just one project I'm a part of. That's the tiny dogs. The one that I kind of briefly mentioned beforehand about the trip to Portugal. They're opening up a uh, blockchain casino a casino on the blockchain where you play games, where you flip coins, where you roll dice, where you have blackjack, where you have slot machines. And because we are holders of that digital asset, we have the revenue of every single transaction that goes on on that platform. So when I tell you that just by holding some of these digital assets, it's making more money than the podcast, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing with the podcast by all like with 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 all due respect. I know that the podcast is not something we're doing for monetary gain or financial uh, uh, gain. But this is me saying I'm giving four hours away for what? Well, what do you get out of it? Oh, you feel good. Well, you know, I feel good after a run. I feel good after a walk with my baby girl. I feel good after closing a deal. I feel good after doing a lot of things. But that's like saying you're taking a crap for four hours and you feel good after taking the crap for four hours. The only thing you got after that is empty bowels. Excuse me for being crass and vulgar. The point I'm trying to make is look at how fast things are moving. I'm a part of several projects. I let the exclusive members know a couple weeks ago that I got requested to start doing some digital animation for another project. I had to turn down that offer because I just don't have the time to dedicate to learn that new skill like i can learn a new language but learning like 3d animation and things like that that's a whole new i don't have time for that and so because of that i got requested to basically be onboarded as another project's social media creative marketing director and they're paying me too for doing the very same thing that i would be doing over here on on, on instagram or on telegram and so again i'm having to tell you do you see how many opportunities are coming my way and I'm trying to figure out what in good God's name do I do? How do I navigate this? That's why I, 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 I do ask God for help. And if I were to tell you about some of the other $60,000 to $80,000 offers I received for being uh, uh, this year, just to be like an employee <laughs> for to work for someone and how I turn that down, that's a real thing. In a time like this, with the economy the way it is, I turn that down. 
because it was it, it would keep me from doing things like this, looking into things like NFTs. Look at these cute little guys. Look at these cute little guys. Oh my gosh, look at that crown. It would keep me from doing research like this in NFTs, alternative uh, economic systems, and at the same time, what's going down. Like I said, the older generation, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, they're seeing the COVID boom. The COVID bump is what they call it. They're seeing the businesses were able to survive that. They realize we're going into a recession. So they're buying up those businesses. The 40, 50, 60-year-old people, the millionaires and the billionaires of our time frame, are the ones that were able to survive all this. They're buying up all the businesses and they're merging them all together and they're agglomerating agglomerating look it up it's a difference from conglomerating but agglomerating and it's very very crazy and so that's what's happening with the older generation that has money the newer generation that has new money they're doing things like this they're creating these digital assets that have utilitarian purposes that are a part of all of this and it is absolutely fascinating and so to get up over there to politics and talk about the COVID vaccine, the myocarditis, the pericarditis, the seizures, right? The dehumanization, the Satanism in schools, the perversion that's taking place. It is absolutely disgusting. And what's crazy is the people who are in this NFT space, they're fully aware of it too, but that's not what they're focusing on. They're apolitical. They're putting their money in where their mouth is. Somebody had to shell out. Look at this. One of these little guys right here. Look at this with his cute little gold crown. Look at that. Absolutely adorable. Absolutely adorable. Oh, my gosh. This little guy costs $505. And if I had the metric, I could tell you how much he would make you in a single month. But would you pay $505 for this cute little guy right here? I bet you think right now you wouldn't. But when the price of Solana itself goes up and doubles to $200 per soul, you're going to look at this little guy as a, as a, as a steal. Because right now he's worth about $505. What would, be, what would happen if Solana jumped to $202 or even $300 like some analysts are predicting for the summer? So let's say, let's say Solana became $300 per soul. They just want five soul for that little guy right there. So let's multiply 300 soul for five soul. This little guy could be $1,500 by the summer. I got two of them. And I'm never selling because it's a really good project and I would highly recommend it, which is why I do. Uh, just the other day, one of their features, the tiny homes, sold for $800. And you might think, wow, who would pay $800 for a little JPEG? Well, would you pay $800 for a little JPEG that would let you earn $25 a day? You see how we're think we have to think about money real differently. We have to think about things real differently because we're, we're, we're approaching things with a typical model. Look at this. Tiny homes right here. The, 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 the bare minimum is 8.5. The bare minimum is 8.5. So 101 times 8.5. 
a bare minimum, one of these houses costs about 858 bucks because it would double your income with your tiny family. Instead of making about $12 a day, you would make $25 a day. I missed the chance to get out on one. I, I had a rage quit fit for about three days. And then I ended up just buying like a tiny pup instead. But we'll save that for another day. The point I'm trying to make is this is a whole nother economy. This is all happening on Discord and all happening on Twitter. None of this is happening on Fedbook and Instagram, not where the poors and the old folks are. That's how they see them. Because I'm telling you, this is, this is new money. These are newer people, kids that are like 20, 20 something years old. While I was in Florida, I had a text, or actually, I saw a tweet where a 20 year old kid, and I wish I would have screenshot it so I could pull it up and show it to you guys. I saw a kid buy a brand new Audi A4 2020, or 2000, I think it was what it, what it was, fairly brand new, even though two years old, with his magic internet money. And then a brand, brand new 20 year old kid flipping NFTs and digital assets, buying a 2020 Audi A4, 20 years old. Can you imagine that? Before I leave Florida, one of the groups I'm a part of, the Hokkaido Frogs, the one where I make a certain percentage of the revenue off of every single game and every single transaction that's done in the casino, he's out in Portugal. He moved himself out there. He's from Canada. Moved himself out there to Portugal. Bought a bought a hatchback. I forget like the I forget which uh, which automaker it was, but it's because in one day they made a th- nine thousand dollars on that platform on the coin flip game, and we got a percentage of that, and so he bought himself a car. Am I making sense to you yet? This is one project. This is one project and well, one and two projects you hear me bouncing back and forth in between that I'm trying to uh, <clears throat> explain to you the power of NFTs and things with. Right? I would highly, I'll, I'll put my Twitter profile in there so you guys can go follow it. The underscore soul era. You guys can follow it if you'd like to but it's basically me just being an NFT enthusiast talking about it because it is an actually very powerful tool. Uh, Again, listening to what's going on in the space. Just yesterday, I was listening to a Twitter space, which is their equivalent of live streaming or audio or kind of what we do over here on Telegram where we simulcast, uh, but they're able to host these, 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 these spaces where developers and project heads are able to come up and talk about their projects. And one of the consistent themes I kept hearing when listening to all these different games is how they're using NFTs as a literal mean to socially engineer. You have people who are using projects to fund comics, people who are using uh, NFTs to fund projects uh, to get TV series on Netflix. You have people who are funding uh, projects to become toy making companies. You have people who are funding projects uh, that 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 come up with uh, game launch launching platforms. You have people who are using NFTs for mental health initiative. You have people who are using NFTs to, 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 uh, like this guy right here. This is a part of the Long Ween Club. A certain percentage of the proceeds goes towards Dash Hounds. 
they have a disease. And so what they're using is the proceeds to go help uh, wiener schnitzels and things like this. They even have projects that, again, reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The point I'm trying to make is NFTs are such a brand new technology that thank God you have creators and, 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 and really, really conscious and kind people using this type of stuff for good. NFTs are going to be the new companies. These are going to be the new millionaires, right? 20-year-old kids buying brand new cars. People just moving to different countries because they're making magic internet money. People quitting their jobs because they have more passive return than active return. This is the socioeconomic reformation. This is the great reset. This is all of this. And if we continue to do the show and we talk more about Zabellion, El Paricio Verde, the breakaway civilization, how Gen Z, driven by malaise and discontent, break off from mainstream society and begin to do these things, forming their own their own communities and collectives with their own cryptocurrencies, and how mainstream society, the establishment, gets upset and designates them transnational criminal organizations, saying, how dare they break off? Don't they understand they're slaves of our system? Do you see how they go hat in hand? You see, you, you see the frustration. This was one real quick uh, as we progress a little bit through the show. This was one where, where I had recommended it to my brother. This guy makes about uh, two dollars a day. His goofy self. We were comparing NFTs because he's got a black and white one with a samurai hat, and I've got a white and orange one with no samurai hat. But mine looks way more distinguished than his. Either way, we are now in a project where we are passively making $2 a day, and we haven't even tapped into the full potential of the project. Like Tiny Dogs, they have other features that will help double your overall potential income uh, in a matter of days. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so the point I'm trying to make by switching into the crypto and the NFT stuff, after talking about how we need to figure out what we're doing with our operation, is because can you imagine looking at how much you're, 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 you're yielding every single day from some things that you keep forgetting that you have because it's not a part of your regular day life? Waking up and remembering you have like 50 bucks and then going about your day and then, oh, wow, it, that 50 jumped to 100 and then you're like, holy crap, what do I do with this? Because your mind's not configured to think like that. We're still stuck in the traditional model where we go to work. I did X amount of work. Where's my money? I'm putting in four hours every Thursday. Where's my return? Putting in four hours every Thursday, two to three hours every Monday or Tuesday. Where is this paying off? I buy these things. I set them. I stake them. I go do something else. And these are just a couple of projects, again, that I'm involved in. While I was in Florida, because we've got the Hokkaido frogs popped up right here. While we were, while I was in Florida, I was able to pay for my dinner using my NFT money. I've got to be honest with you guys. I sat there and had a whiskey and Coke, calamari, and a Philly cheesesteak sub on a, in a bistro sitting poolside and paid for it with NFT money. Not exclusive membership money, not sales from our New Leaf Naturals, not not... Not any of that. NFT money. Think about, I'm trying to explain to you like what this is doing to my psyche, what this is doing to my mind. 
as much as I love doing this type of work for you beautiful people, think about being able to sit poolside having calamari sipping whiskey. And you and you, and you, you really didn't pay anything for it. And as soon as you paid that money, you just immediately started making more money and you didn't even use all your money. <laughs> and so I know like we're talking about a lot of money. I'm trying to say that there's a lot of time and energy that goes into this project and this thing that I've developed for you guys. And I want to see it pay off. I want you guys to have just as much access as I'm having. So just as much success. But if I can't even get people to become exclusive members or support us, well, why would I sit here and keep beating a dead horse? My baby girl needs more support than I than you guys do. You understand? I don't need to sit up over here. The sad part is, is the money's not coming from the operation. It never did. But whenever I was getting the money from the operation, from the team, from the audience, that made me think, okay, at least somebody respects me putting in the time and effort. So I will reciprocate that and give that to them. But did you notice how once we got kicked off Instagram, the shows got longer and the money didn't come in? And, I'm, and, and, and it's, it's a simple thing for me. And I think that's why I'm getting frustrated because I don't want to do quick hour long shows. Things are really, really heavy right now. You need somebody to, to talk straight to you. To say, hey, I'm seeing this as well. This is what I am doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm seeing my money come back and get reinvested back into me. And it is, it's a trip. And I'm very grateful for this space and for the people that I'm finding. And it's at the same time, the communication that I'm having. Because ultimately, I'm a very creative person. Really am. I sent some, some, some sketches I did to a, our exclusive members. And before all of this, I used to do a lot more sketches. I almost started like our own, my own comic. I had books in the works. I had all kinds of things that I was doing. But this is really all-encompassing. Doing the podcast, doing those four-hour shows, doing the two- to three-hour shows, this is very busy finding the articles. This is a lot of work. I cannot stress this enough, but it is a labor of love because every single week I love reproducing uh, these whole presentations for you guys and breaking down this information. Not, not basically normalizing it, but chronicling the crazy and saying, hey, this is, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm trying to, trying to fight it. But I titled this one, this, this transmission specifically, The Forbidden Transmission, because I'm going to continue to refer back to it. I don't need to sit here. And the longer I hold on to these guys that I've featured in this transmission, the more money I make. And the, and the sad thing is, is I'm such a poor, I have to actually use the money I'm making instead of make, letting, it, letting it accrue faster or longer. But that will change with time as well. And so... I'm seeing a whole lot within the Solana network, the Solana blockchain, between the creatives, between the people that actually are making moves, that it, 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 it has me. It snatched me up so quick that I like I have to come up over here and talk to you guys about it. I have to talk to you about what my research has reproduced, no doubt, but at the same time, how my, how, how, how my investments are paying off. And I think that might be why I'm so interested is because part of it is having to do research, figuring out who's who's legit, who's here for the pump and dump, who has long-term views. 
And that's also a very interesting thing to see as well, seeing a community get around an idea. Wow, that's so crazy. Who, who, who would want a community to come together to help make a dream happen? Wow. And that's what I'm seeing, whether if it's for financial gain, whether it's for, for utilitarian purposes, whether it's, whether it's not it's for bettering the Solano ecosystem. But it's, it's crazy seeing people come together and pull their resources and make something happen. Because I look over here at the podcast, I look over here at the politics, I look at what we're doing, and we're not doing it. We have to worry about agent provocateurs, shills, things like this, saboteurs, infiltration, shit like that. So it's, that's, that's, that's why nothing gets started, because people already inherently understand it's going to get infiltrated and taken over. Things like this, though, when it's community dependent, there's a little bit more of a check and balance system there. And so when I tell you that these are the new companies, these are the new businesses, I'm talking to people who were buying up all the old businesses. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I thank God put me here in this weird position in my life and in March to be able to sit down with millionaires and billionaires as they talk about gobbling up businesses for the Great Reset versus uh, new businesses being launched through these things called NFTs, new companies being created that are actually designed to affect the environment, that are actually designed to engineer society. And it's crazy. And so I just have to be here at this position to say, hey, guys, uh, the old world order is quickly dying. We have to figure out what we are doing because I don't want to I don't want to go the way they are. I don't want somebody just to buy up several years worth of my work, you know, and then just streamline it and automate it and 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 take advantage of what we could have made because we didn't take it serious enough. Right. And that's why that's why you guys hear the frustration that you hear so much of in this transmission. Or at least in this particular aspect of it is because it is real. I'm seeing it on both sides and I'm seeing us get mad at the television, get mad at our phones. And for what? For what? Yes, it's cathartic. Yes, Biden's a scumbag. Yes, Kamala Harris is a cackling witch. Pull your children out of these schools. Pull your money out of this system. I had a lady talking to me while I was out there in Florida talking about how folks couldn't get access to their bank accounts if they lived in the Maldives. And I was like, oh, that sucks to suck. You know, put your money in crypto. Put your money, put your money in digital assets. Then I know what people are saying. Oh, EJ, the cashless society, the great reset. Well, you know, we'll cross that road when we get there. That's that's how I feel. Because we let such fear and apprehension keep us from so much stuff, we never do anything. We stay stagnant and stuck in the same place, and it's a shame. And so you're getting all of it this episode. I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to practice denialism or escapism, you know, uh, using politics as a, as a vector point for us to get frustrated. No. Where's the accountability come in? Where, where, where does the self-reflection come in? Where, where, where does I am going, I am not going to do this anymore, come in? When does enough is enough actually mean enough is enough? Like, is that what I, I got to do? Do I just got to shut the podcast down and go do something else? 
and then come back saying, who wants some free NFTs? I'm not poor anymore. I don't need these. So we're going to take a quick break. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to yell, brag, flex, or front or any of this. This is me saying you're your your host of several years. Your boy Jay is reaching a point to where he feels like his like 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 a quantum leap in his intelligence and consciousness is taking place. And he's not quite sure what to do. And he really does need your help. He really does. Because as you can see, I go do something else, dude. You know I can. <laughs> but I and part of me, part of me wants to, but part of me also doesn't want to. Part of me wants to take this with me into the future. And since it is just me, maybe that's maybe that's the message I am getting. You just need to take yourself. Don't worry about trying to take all these other people. This is what I was trying to say before I went on that whole rant at the start of the segment about crap stain. Uh, many of you may not know this, but prior to becoming a podcaster, a podcastivist, I was a rapper. I was a hip hop artist. I did shows, EDM shows. I rapped. Whenever they cleaved me off of Instagram, they also took off my personal Instagram. So I can't even show you guys some of the shows I did. Some of the songs I performed. <laughs> some of the debauchery I used to engage in. But even then, and I talk about it all the time. While I was doing that, I didn't want to do that because I wanted the scrolls to open up your soul. I have always been about knowledge. I have always been about self-development, self-enlightenment, and growth. Many of you guys didn't know that, that I used to do shows, that I used to be one of the degens you hear me talk so much about, and that I consciously chose to build this new persona and create this person that you see before you today because the world told me to go that way. I wanted to go this way. I listened to something deeper and look at how much it's paid off. And so this is why when I talk with people around me, I, I make the joke, oh, well, I'm not a rapper anymore, am I? Because that shows you how easy it is to transform how imperative it is that you grow, that you not only at the same time give credit to what you used to do, but at the same time acknowledge what you were doing and where you are going. So that's what I'm saying. I don't have to do this. I do it out of a labor of love because things are intense and people are being shot, shot straight these days. And for some reason, God gave me the sense and the thought process to be able to process this incredible amount of information and just speak to people on a super real regular level. And so I've got to do something with that. But here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to close out this show. Basically just talking about like, why family is the best thing for you. Why having God at the center of your life is what you need. You don't need me. You need God. You need discernment. You need to be able to look inside and say, you know what? I love you. Yeah, you're... You're pretty fallen. You're pretty corrupt. You're pretty, you're pretty degen. But you're still a beautiful soul nonetheless. You need to love yourself and you need to know that God loves you and that he forgives you. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
<laughs> That's right. We are not like every other person. Or at least every other show. We are here to make it happen. So let's make it happen, Captain. That's it. Right? Right. <laughs> Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to the final segment of the Forbidden Transmission on Factions of Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I jam out to the breaks too. But thankfully, you guys can't hear that unless you're an exclusive member. So whenever we're like simulcasting on Telegram, they sometimes hear me while I'm, I'm, I'm ranting to the music because the music puts me in a vibe too. And in that rant, in between that break right there, I was talking about how I don't want to just be some other random person on the internet angry about something. You know, it's just such a, it's such a trope. It's such a stereotype, such an archetype. It's like, God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over that. You know, there's always going to be somebody that's even more angry or somebody that's even more, you know, upset or somebody that's even more, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that. And anger is not the place this needs to come from, right? I think everybody understands that the world is in the hands of the fallen, of the, of the evil one. We are fallen entities, no doubt. And I, and, I, and, I, and I look at all these problems and I think, my God, we don't need to be angry about these things. In a weird way, we need to flip our psychology the same way these inversionists are. We need to flip our thought process and say, look at all these problems I get to fix. Look at all these great things I get to do. Look at all of these challenges before us. Oh, what you what? Oh, what you, th- th- you thought this was going to be easy? You thought the path to enlightenment was easy? You thought the true path to waking up to the systemic injustices that were inflicted on our soul and psyche, you thought that was going to be easy? You wanted somebody to spoon feed you your awakening? My God, the work is, uh, my God, we have our work cut out for us. So I don't want to be another angry personality on the internet. What I want to be is like another motivational positive force for good. I want to be like a machine gun that has like, like, like candy coated hollow point explosive rounds. That might be like a little bit intense, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, I believe so much in every single human being that if people want to be wicked and disgusting and degenerate, let them because that's what they've chosen. And for the people that actually want to redeem themselves, that want to be saved that want to be grow that want to grow let us find them let us give us let us give them the tools let us help them set them free but the only way we can do that is by setting ourselves free first how's that saying go the master appears when the teacher is ready or the the, the student appears when the teacher wait the teacher appears when the student is ready or something like that you guys know what i'm saying we cannot keep trying to liberate people if we ourselves are not liberated. I think this whole conversation would be differently if I was, say, in Portugal, or if I was, say, in Puerto Rico, or if I was, say, in a different country telling you, like, yeah, you know, I remember when I cared about all that stupid stuff America did, but then I just kind of moved over here into the jungle, bought this sweet kick-ass house, and then got my family set up on all this agriculture, I think you guys would legitimately hear me if that was the case. I think right now, 
because I'm embattled and I'm sitting over here doing all this extra stuff with you guys. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't weigh the same. It doesn't have the same type of uh, magnitude or veritas. I think like what's going to happen is we've got to start doing more stuff like that where we just attach to where, no, you're just not going to get your week. You're not going to get four hour shows anymore. No, you're not going to get two hour shows like that anymore. No, you're not going to get this. And, and, and this is me saying, if we don't get the support we need, this is how easy it'll be to shut the Freedom Faction program down and go do something else. Because if you don't think that there are other people who are listening who would love to have somebody like your boy here on their side as an asset, you're not paying attention. And you obviously don't value what I'm, what I'm trying to kick to you. And you're not reading in between the lines. And that's all right. That's all right. Because, example, I miss Russ Dizdar. I miss my buddy Bryce. I miss people who are, were amazing but are no longer here giving off their transmissions to me anymore. And you know what? I have to soldier on. And it might just be like that one day. You're going to have to soldier on without me. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you to soldier on without me. You see, you, do, you, do you see the, oh, do I, do I take care of myself or do I become selfless and think of humanity? You, you, you feel that, that pull? That, that moment of just rugged, selfish, rugged individualism where you hear me say, I don't, I don't care. You're on your own. Yes, I know the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Deal with it on your own. Versus me saying, listen, I can only provide you with so much time. Let's not waste it so you can actually find benefit from having a relationship with me. Because every single person that's listening has the opportunity right now to develop a relationship with me, with with me, with the show, with this broad network of individuals who are listening and more, but we're not utilizing it. A lot of the conversations I'm having with people, these developers, these tech entrepreneurs, these, 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 these people, it's on Discord. It's on Discord. When I was rambling or ranting earlier about Parler, Gab, Truth Social, Gitter, uh, Instagram, Fedbook. I didn't even mention Discord. We're going to need somebody to run that. Do you see how I need a trusted team of people that get the vision of what's going down? And don't do what I say, but take some initiative to see what's going on and help other people. You see how I am just bursting at the seam with energy and I am trying to give it to people, but people don't want to step up. The teacher appears when the student is ready. I think a lot of you who are listening right now are ready. You do not need to keep hearing me. I need to hear from you. The world needs to hear from you. You know what I'm going to say on a lot of things. You know I'm going to call crap when I call crap. You know I'm going to call things out when I call them. But will you? And will you step up? Will you step up with me? Or are you just going to wait till I get a spear in my heart and say, damn, Jay was right? He was right. Well, if I was right, mother trucker, what were you? A liar? Why did you let me get stabbed in the chest? Why did you not run cover for me? Why did you not cover my six the way I covered yours? And this is me sticking my neck out, man. Sticking my neck out, sticking my family, sticking my face out there you know, potentially endangering my family, potentially jeopardizing my daughter's future for what? Just to get mad at my phone and get mad at the screen. I don't want to do that. I want to be a motivational force for good. 
I want that pro-human renaissance-based future that is divinity-inspired. I want us to get our head screwed on straight. I would rather be the stupid, the, the most stupid person in a room full of PhDs than the smartest idiot. You understand? And so we've got to fix our minds. Yes, everything that is still going on is going on. Do you need me really to continue to feed you that type of information on like a 24-7 basis? We can do it. We can provide that type of service. But it's something you inherently know. What you need me for is something else to encourage you to go that extra mile. The things I'm kicking to you right here, you're not going to read in some article post. Hell, you'd be lucky if you saw it like in an Instagram video. Or some 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 quickly edited Snapchat TikTok thingy. The point I'm trying to make is it's time for us all to step up. Either step up or step down. Because things are happening and we need to decide what side of history we want to be on. Do we want to be on the side that allowed it? That enabled it? Or the side that put our foot down and said, no, you know, it was in the year 2022 after the great meme war of 2021 battling COVID that I decided this was bull and I didn't want to do this anymore. After filing a, after, after battling a blue haired Karen for the last toilet paper roll at our Smith's due to supply chain shortages, I realized no amount of memes would wake her up. And after her screaming, through a saliva-infused mask, I could begin to see the COVID vaccine wearing the derangement and the Trump syndrome began to show. It was after that, the great meme war of 2021, that I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're, a pedof- you're, you're, you're pedophiles. You're Satanists. Half of you are racist, too. You're just doing the reverse of it. Your globalist shills, I'm, I'm all right. I know where this is going. Wake me up in 2025 when we're halfway through to 2020, on our way to 2030, because that's when stuff is really happening. Right now is just a fluff. We only have a couple, of, a couple more months to years before stuff really starts hitting the fan. They're expecting shortages by September. We're going into spring, right? That's whenever they're going to start getting all the crop reports. You're going to start hearing about how, hey, we don't have these type of supplies anymore. Grain, wheat, flour. It's going to go through the roof. And you're going to hear green-haired Karens or green-haired Susans and blue-haired Karens. You're going to hear the friggin' rainbow crew come through, come talk about all this stuff. And they're not going to have any understanding as, as to how they got there begging for more vaccines. So we can either look at a, li- a literally brainwashed individual and lose our mind trying to help them find them, or we can retain what semblance of sanity we have and try to move on properly, productively, in a more efficient manner. Like I said, I'm not trying to sit up over here and just be some other angry dude up on the internet. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the truth, and I'm here to be active. That's why I say podcastivists. We deliver this news, and then we implement it. We implement these changes in our life. We don't sit here and say, oh, well, that was a great show. This isn't a show. This is what's happening in real life. So we can either play stupid and let let these people keep winning, or we can smarten up eat crap for a while, come up with a plan, execute the plan, and then build upon that. That's that's the only solution I see here. As I've said time and time again, 
Creativity is the only way to combat conformity. We cannot go to these people speaking their language. They literally get angry when you use the very same logic that they live by against them because they don't want to admit that they got lied to. Therefore, they're practicing denialism. It's, 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 it's absolute madness. I'm, I'm over it. Same way I say I don't want to play COVID anymore. I'm overplaying liberal lunacy. I'm over it. Half the people don't even understand that they've been injected with a deadly bioweapon that's hijacked and augmented their DNA, making them that much more susceptible to not only brainwashing, but external uh, stimuli. Shit is crazy. <laughs> Just it's, it's out of control. It is absolutely out of control. And so the other day when I told you, thank God almighty, that you still retain your mental faculties, that's not me making a dig. That's me saying something bigger is going on here. We do not have much time to act. We need to figure out how to pull our resources and think straight. Like you think about it, guys. Think about it. I, I said in the previous segment, I wouldn't sell one of my tiny dogs, but I would. I would sell it if I was able to get like $40,000 for an underground bunker. Could you imagine me selling one of my digital assets for an underground bunker? Because that type of stuff happens. People buy Lambos for, with, with NFTs. So it's a whole thing. But that's one reason. That's one condition when I would sell it. Because underground bunkers go anywhere from about $40,000 to $250,000. I would for sure trade one of my digital assets for an underground bunker, no doubt. But the point I'm trying to make is things are getting crazier. We're not going to get out of this going into it the way that we, 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 we have been. We have to change. And because I've done so many different changes in my life, I look at this and I'm like, this is, this is where you have to go. In the same way that when we relaunched our Instagram page and people were like, oh my God, I missed you. Where have you been? Didn't stop doing the podcast. <laughs> you know, still posting, still here. We're just, we're, we're just not where you want us to be, right? We're just not doing it for you because we're not spoon feeding truth to you anymore. We're not coming up with cute little uh, infographics that people could share. The work is still being done. Folks just didn't want to find it. And sad truth is, is one day you will wake up and we just won't be there most likely due to the fact that they're planning a cyber attack or war, you name it, you name it, all kinds of reasons. It's just what it'll be. But I want us to be 1,000% clear as to where we're going, where we are going, where we want to take ourselves, where we want to self-direct our future. We know they're trying to get us into a war with Russia. We know they're trying to inject us with deadly bioweapons. They're trying to bring the population down. Uh, I, I saw articles over the week, uh, over the weekend while I was in Florida about them saying, you need to kill your pets for the, for the betterment of the earth. My God. Oh, it, the, and if the environmentalists and the leftists and the eco extremists go along with it, it's a death cult. So we have a very, very narrow window to act a very, very narrow window to rediscover traditional values with a high tech overlay. And I've talked about this. This is the neo-feudalistic system. This is the dystopia. That's why you that's you can look outside the window until you're in the dystopia. Crime is up, mental health uh, uh, mental illness is up, deaths are up, violent crimes are up. That's what I'm saying. Is the, the world has been gripped by a suicide cult, by a death cult, and they're trying to get you to go along with them. 
And so we've got to preach life. We've got to preach renewal. We've got to pr preach regeneration. We've got to stop all this. And we've got to call it out for what it is. Got to call a spade a spade. It's like I was listening earlier to, 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 to somebody talk about the depiction of what justice used to be. A beautiful woman, blind, holding a sword, holding a sword carrying the scales. And, if, and what does that symbolize? That justice is swift and that it's blind. And if you do bad, that, that's it. There's good and bad. You do good, you shouldn't be here. You do bad, you're going to get your head cut off. It, it didn't used to matter the color of your skin or any of that other crap. If you did good, you're fine. If you did bad, you got killed. You got put in your place. But, 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 but justice and the law and what is legal versus what is lawful, what is moral versus what is immoral and ethical and all this other crap has come into where we don't do that. It's not swift. Everything's just like in flux. There's no, there's no absolutes. There's no, there's no black and white. Everything's a shade of gray. I get that. But when that happens, when there's no rule of law, when there's no justice, when there's no, uh, no, 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 no recompense for any type of thing that takes place, you have lawlessness, you have chaos, you have anarchy. And while some may say that's good, you also have crypto anarchy and crypto tyranny. Yeah, that's right. Crypto tyranny. And I'm not talking about financial tyranny. I'm talking about uh, the scientific dictatorship. Again, lawlessness. Rules for thee, but not for me. The emperor has no clothes type of stuff. Where they lie lie to you and tell you, hey, no, there's no such thing as inflation. And they wait three months and say, oh, well, inflation's transitory. Then they wait another six months and they say, oh, inflation's here. And then they wait another six months and then they say inflation's going to get worse. Get used to it. Crypto tyranny. And so the sad thing is, is this thing has gone off the rails. America is lost. Our nation has been hollowed out. It has been captured by globalist outside forces who were doing all this stuff. You know it. And we keep trying to get these people to see truth, logic, common, common sense, and decency, and they won't have it. You got a bunch, you got a you got a family of crooks up in the White House right now. Realize that like, again, last year we were not talking like this because we still had the page. We had to be a little bit more nicer than we're being right now. Realize that crook in office and his degenerate scumbag son got my page taken because he's over here having debaucherous relationships with his niece. And it's all on his laptop where they found pictures of that crackhead smoking crack. And I got to go. I got to get put away. I got to get deplatformed for his scumbaggery. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's like arresting parents at school board association meetings, calling them terrorists because they don't want their kids to be, you know, racist or whatever. This is this is what I'm saying. This is crypto tyranny. Crypto anarchy, where shit is just all over the place. Where we're the only ones playing by the rules and they treat us like suckers every single time. And so, no, guys, things are changing very, very quickly. Even over here. And it's not that, oh, I'm not playing by the rules. Oh, I'm up to something sketchy. No, what happened is I put God at the center of my life. I did I'm I'm I did and am continuing to do everything I can in the right capacity 
knowing full well what the outcomes are. And I keep trying to make the right decision. And guess what? Lo and behold, look at where he put me. He put me here with you. He put me at the table with millionaires and billionaires. He put me in projects that pay me money for heavy chilling. He put me in put me in so many different situations. I cannot begin to think. I cannot begin to thank God enough. Gave me a daughter. Gave me a wife that'll put up with all of my nonsensicalness. I bet she was she was particularly happy to hear that I would be talking about cryptos and NFTs with somebody else. Let's just say that. I think she's a, she gets it. She sees it. But at the same time, because that's all I talk about these days, she's kind of over it. But the point I'm trying to make is God provides. You have to step up. You got to put him at the center of your life. And yes, this has been a very, very rough episode. Very, very rugged. Very, very, uh, uh, uh. What's the word I'm looking for? Not necessarily atypical, but unorthodox. Not your, not your usual show, but again, it's the forbidden transmission. I'm not getting over here talking guys again about our profit and losses. It's mostly losses. <laughs> There's no profit. I'm not talking guys about like our financial state. I'm talking to you about our spiritual and psychological state because that's what goes into this. I'm trying to share my mind and share my light with you, hoping that it will empower you. But I cannot lie to you. It is dire. And I and I and I can't help but think that if we continue to go down this path, it will not get better. It will get worse because we will follow their rabbit trail to hell. I I know I get the metaphor. You know, go down the rabbit hole, take the red pill. Well, there might be a trap down that rabbit hole, bro. And that's sometimes what it feels like, like we're trapped and stuck in the system and not really being provided a solution, but being inundated by information, overwhelmed by all the different things that are happening and not really being able to effectively discuss uh, what to do about them. And when I look at the crypto and the NFT space, I see solutions taking place. Like the mental health initiative thing, for one, right? Wouldn't you love to be a part of a group that actually asked you how your day was? Checked in with you, or at least supported and encouraged? Uh, putting away your political beliefs and just actually talking about you as an individual, either ideologically speaking or philosophically speaking or spiritually speaking? Wouldn't you like to check in on that every day, see where that discussion took place? Not whether or not they pass transgender affirming bills at school, things like this. And so while it is important to be informed, it is equally as important having a solution and having an exit plan, having a strategy, having an alternative. And that's not talked about enough. I shouldn't get up over here and be this angry talking about solutions, talking about alternatives and talking about how we really don't talk about that enough. Hell, we, we, we know all about Event 201, the Spars pandemic, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, uh, CEO Albert Borla, Yuval Noah Harari, you know, how humans are hackable. We know all about that. But could we have a show about balancing a checkbook? Could I do a whole show about how to, it wouldn't take a whole show, but how to convert your fiat currency to crypto so that you could purchase one of these digital, digital assets and begin accruing passive income right now? Could we do that and how you could use that passive income to pay bills or food, feed your dogs or, you know, what have you. 
and how after a while of doing this type of behavior, taking your stupid fiat currency that's making no money in the bank, just making JP Morgan and all these other cats super rich, and how after doing this, making proper investments after a while, you could you you wouldn't be financially free, but you get where I'm going. You would be in a different, not necessarily economic bracket, but you would have a different perspective on it. You see, the education system didn't talk to us about taxes, ownership, because that's what the communists don't want. They don't want you to own anything. Uh, businesses, entrepreneurship, being an actual productive member of society, they don't talk to you about this. They teach you just enough to be an absolute idiot so you become dependent upon the system so they can profiteer off of your ignorance. They don't want you to be smart. They don't want you to be informed. They don't want you to be educated. They don't want you to be motivated. They want you to know just enough so you can perform the task that they designed for you. And that's it. And even that's going away. Right? We encountered this last year going into uh, and the year before being designated non-essential. What kind of satanic stuff is that? Every single human being born in this world is essential. At what point did we reach the, 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 the brave new world to where the authoritarian system can designate one person as obsolete and non-essential? That's where we are. And think about the mind virus that invaded people's uh, souls, believing that. Being told that they're non-essential, that they could stay home and collect the paycheck for big daddy government. Think about the mind virus that was just inserted in somebody's soul, dude. That's what they want for you. They don't want to teach you anything. They just want to teach you to be a disgusting, dependent, lazy jabroni that's not actually being productive in society. Remember that cat James? That homeless dude from Texas that was living in California that's getting paid about 800 bucks a month to sit on the sidewalk selling fentanyl to 14 to 15-year-old kids? That's what they want for you. They don't want you linking up with other like-minded individuals uh, pulling your resources so you can donate a portion of your funds to actually stop the mental health degradation that is taking place. They don't, they, don't, they don't want you to be an efficient and productive individual. They want you to be a dependent. A, 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 a rabid, uh, confused individual that's not able to distinguish reality from what's happening on their phone. They want to be able to upload their... Uh, they want to be able to download their program into your brain. They don't want you to have any mental firewalls, any spiritual firewalls. They don't, they, 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 they want their, they want to have their way with you. And like any other apex predator, whenever you fight back, guess what? They see you as a problem. Well, guess what? We're fighting back. We're never going into that quiet night. You're going to have to drag us kicking and screaming. We're not going to just give up. We're fighters here, as we've always been. And we didn't ask for this fight. But you bet your keister, now that we got it, we're going to bury you. We're going to straight bury you. That's how this works. Because we're not, this is not, we're, <laughs> this is not my stop. I'm on a journey right now. This is not my destination. You better get out the way. We need to approach all of these things differently. Politics the society, the economy, our spirituality, our psychology, so much. This is the greater awakening that is taking place because the Great Reset, it's going down. 
the same way the trucker convoy is still happening, the same way that the people's convoy is still happening, and the Canberra convoy is still happening. All these things are still happening. This is the greater reset. We're just not digging into the minutia of every single event that took place this week. We're talking about the larger understanding of what's unfolding here on this planet in this time frame. This is what I mean by we are going through an awakening period. This is revelation. Because there's an there's a point to that as well. How they're purposely making things dysfunctional so they can set the stage for a one world ruler. Making all these nations be at war with one another to where everything is just so 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 disconnected and discombobulated and, dis- and dysfunctional that it doesn't work. That'll set the stage for a global ruler, for a one world ruler. And who do you think that'll be? I think it's some dude named Satan. I don't know. I think the, they keep saying Anna, something, something antichrist, something to that effect. And then once we hit that stage of all of this, there's no going back. So that's what, I, that's, that's what I'm trying to get across to you guys right now. The story's already been written. We know how it ends. We have very little time to act. We should not waste it getting, getting upset. At, that group, at, those, at those blue-haired Karens and those green-haired Susans, we shouldn't do that. If anything, we should feel saddened. We should feel uh, 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 disrespected. We should be upset that we weren't able to liberate them, that we weren't able to save those souls. And, if, and that should act as a, as a motivating and propelling force for us to do this even more seriously because that's how fast and how powerful the brainwashing is, taking once beautiful people and just ravaging their mind with this, 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 this program that's being deployed in the populace. So let me, let me, let me go ahead and just start trying to wrap this thing up for you guys. Like I said, um, these are just some of the bullet points I had. I hope I touched them. I said, I'm over trying to get people's attention or waking people up, uh, family, how they're the best people around you, the importance of God in your life, why we need to stick around for what's coming down. I hope I, I hope I touched on those things. I probably didn't, but you guys get the picture. This is the this is the this is the struggle I'm at right now. Do I cut and run and say, "Hey, we had a good we had a good run"? You know, twelve seasons, twelve seasons, and a couple episodes into season twelve. You know, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good resume. That's a pretty good discography. That's a pretty good uh that's a pretty good that's a pretty good collection of stuff there. That's pretty good, man. Or do you say, let's ride this baby until the suck till the wheels fall off this sucker? Let, let's ride this until we can't do it anymore. That's that's my discussion. Like I said, I'm gonna be all right. Same way, yeah, we're not being a rapper anymore yet. We still do shows. Yeah, we're not on Instagram anymore, but we're still putting out content. We're gonna be all right. We're regardless of whatever con uh configuration or manifestation that we're in the real question is is who's going to be with there with us right we've got people like caesar who have been with us for years we got people with like jensen who have been with us fairly recently you know we've got people who have joined us from fedbook because we used to post over there we've got all kinds of different people but i think i'm just trying to figure out what to do in all honesty I've got more opportunity than I know what to do with, but that's not what this is about. This isn't some flexing or bragging contest. 
This is about building the most effective and efficient weapon system when combating all this, because that's what it's about, is saving lives. I say I'm tired of trying to get people's attention and waking them up. That's not what we're doing here. At this point of the game, if you're listening to this, this isn't a, oh, hey, show your friends type deal. This is a, hey, if you are awake right now, you are an ambassador for more than you think. And while you may not be getting the credit that you deserve from people around you, from your peers, you keep on keeping on. You're making people think. You're forcing folks to step up. They don't want to admit you're right. And you don't need their affirmation. But what you need to do is make sure you're straight because they rely on you. They rely on your controversy. They rely on your adversity. They rely on seeing you come out time and time again on top. Because what else is there for them? Blind capitulance and obedience to this system that robs them of their individuality. They need you to continue to be you. Otherwise, they have nothing to compare themselves with. And that's the most important part. You see, that's why I'm like, it's not even about me. It's really not. At this stage of the game, it's not about your boy Jay. That's why I keep saying I can take it or leave it. I'm all right. It is what it is. If you got to make a decision, we'll make the decision. We'll go do something else. It's about what we represent. It's about the truth. It's about honesty. It's about integrity. It's about authenticity. It's about staying on code, completing the mission, and understanding what's at stake here and how this isn't a game. They are shutting the power off. They are. We will be having shortages. All of, like if you don't get storable goods, you're going to look at me. You're you're, you're going to <laughs> you're going to look at people who do have storable goods, and you're going to get angry. The same way I went over the whole tiny dogs thing earlier, right now it's at about 500. You wait till the price of sold doubles, you're looking at about maybe 1500. You're going to look at that and say, gosh darn it, I wish I would have listened. And I will have said, yes, I, I wish so as well. But there's not much I can do for you. You want a couple packets? Because I got a baby to think about. And I'm wanting to have another as well so that she's got somebody to help her through her future as well. And this over here, this ain't it. So I love you guys. You know I do. And I don't mean to get up over here and start yelling at you and saying these things and coming off in the manner that I'm coming off, but I think that you would really benefit from hearing an honest version of your host that you may not have heard from a while, and that's all right. That's why I said this is not a show where we talk about our uh, 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 the news and the vaccine, the graphene oxide. This is a, this was a straight whiskey down the hatch type transmission. It's pl plain and simple. I'm not plugging products. I'm not driving sales. I'm not pushing the exclusive members program. If you want to do it, great. If not, you can see where I'm at. That's 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 me having to shoot you guys straight. You know, whenever all the Whenever all the fluff is gone, and this is just core J, this is who I am. So I had a fantastic trip. I tried to cover that as much as I could without getting into too much detail. I try to offer some level of transparency. Like I said before, I signed a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't be fully transparent with all the information. But just understand, we have more opportunities than we know what to do with. And I have to figure out what I'm going to do. And I have to share this with you because that's how we got here to this point is by sharing and being transparent, is by being honest and shooting everybody straight. You don't get, listen, you don't do what I do 
having faith in the system and you don't get where I'm where I've gotten believing that it's all glitter and rainbows and cotton candy. All right. Things are going down. We've got to figure out what we're doing. And this is this is where we're at right now. So next week, we'll probably have a standard transmission where I'll just keep referring back to this one. We'll see. But that's all I really have for you guys and gals in this transmission. If you have any questions, email me. Like I said, if you want to be a staff, if you want to be a part of the staff that I'm going to build, you want to be an employee, email me. I'm going to be putting up a uh, a Google Forms application where you guys can submit some of your 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 uh, where you can submit the application, and I'll be conducting interviews and things like that as well. Like I said, we'll worry about uh, payment and funding and things. We'll, We'll worry about payment if we actually get you onboarded because there are some things that we do need. But again, if you guys have any questions about everything that was discussed here, email me, message me on Telegram, message me on Instagram, email me directly, hit me up on coffee. There's all kinds of different ways for you guys to communicate with me. But if you hear me say these things and you don't respond, it's all right, bro. That's all right. Same way we're not on Instagram is the same way. I'm just not going to say certain things. That doesn't mean that they're not getting done. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, and the exclusive members crew. Out.